Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran Tayyiban mubarakan Fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarudha Ashadu an la Ilaha illa Allah Wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasihu al-Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamassaka bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Ya ibadullah Bila shak wa bila raib None of us is here indefinitely We must take full advantage of the time that we have left and we must take stock of ourselves and reflect over that which we have accomplished thus far Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says in his noble book ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullah o you who believe o you who have iman fear Allah have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَلْتَنْظُرْ نَفْسٌ مَا قَدَّمَتْ لِغْوَدِ And let every soul look to what it has put forward for tomorrow. Let everyone look to see that which they had put forward for tomorrow. وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهِ And fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. إِنَّ اللَّهَ خَبِيرٌ إِنَّ اللَّهَ خَبِيرٌ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He is the most informed The all informed About what you are doing Allah jalla wa'ala He knows what we are doing Allah jalla wa'ala He knows that which is in The most deepest parts of ourselves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He knows that which is hidden And that which is even more hidden than that Allah Jalla wa'ala, He knows that which is apparent. Allah Jalla wa'ala, He knows everything. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it is incumbent and it is a must, ya ibadullah, that we remember this. We remember that it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is going to judge us. That it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that holds us accountable for what we put forward from deeds. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who, if we excel and do well, will reward us. And it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that if we are unsuccessful and we act horribly, who will punish us. So thus it is incumbent upon the one who has an intellect, knowing that this is the situation, to take stock of themselves. Sheikh Saleh al-Fawzan ta'ala in commenting on this ayah, he mentions... أي تحاسب كل نفس نفسها that every soul takes stock of itself every soul takes stock of itself عما قدمت ليوم القيامة on what they had put forward for the day of resurrection what they had put forward for the day of resurrection why is this important for a reminder for us to look to see what we had prepared for Yomul Qiyamah. Why is this? Has to be a reminder for us. This is because, and as we know, for Aghrab al-Nas, 
innama yanzuruna ila ma qaddamu lidunyahum because most of human beings they only look to what they have put forward for their dunya and for the future of their dunya wa mustaqbalahum fi dunya they are only looking forward to what they had prepared for the dunya they are only preparing for the dunya they are only preparing for retirement or for old age or for or for or for but you don't find that they are looking beyond that you may have even from them those who prepare for the actual funeral itself to make sure that money is set aside so that when they die it is not a burden upon the family to bury them but unfortunately most individuals this is to the extent and as far as they will go as far as preparation but with regards to that which is beyond death as relates to them you don't find them preparing they may prepare for their family members to leave something behind for them after they are gone but they do not reflect on themselves what have you done for yourself for when you are gone it is incumbent and it is a must that we prepare because all of us we are on a journey to the akhirah there is not a single one from amongst us except that we are journeying to the akhirah whether we like it or whether we don't like it whether we accept it or whether we reject it that is the reality we are all moving towards the akhirah this is a journey that we are all on and no one can get off the journey no one can stop no one can change the destination but we are journeying towards the akhirah we are journeying towards the akhirah so it is incumbent that we take our provisions when an individual embarks upon a journey here in this dunya they take their provisions whether that be provisions from packing a bag and the clothes in which that they are going to wear on this trip of theirs or whether it be from packing their toiletries and so on and so forth so they have their lotions and their and their toothpaste and their and their or whether it be from having an itinerary of what they're going to do when they get to wherever it is that they get for but they put forth some type of preparation prior to arriving at the final destination or prior to arriving at the said destination it is incumbent and it is a must that we prepare for the final destination that we prepare for the final place of abode and that we get ready for it and the best of ways to get ready for it is by fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Allah ta'ala he says وَتَزَوَّدُوا فَإِنَّ خَيْرَ الزَّادِ التَّقْوَى And make your preparation. And the best preparation is taqwa. Take your provisions. Make your preparation by taking your provisions. And the best of the provisions you can take, the best preparation is taqwa. This is the best thing that we can take in our, as, as our provisions for this final destination. And that is at taqwa We have to get ready, ya ibad. We have to prepare ourselves, ya ibad, because we are all moving towards that ultimate day. That day, as Allah Ta'ala, He says, يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالٌ وَلَا بَنُونَ The day that on that day itself, no money will avail anyone. No children shall avail anyone on that day itself. When that day comes and everyone is there on that day, then there is no money that's going to benefit a person. There is no child that's going to benefit a person. Not on that day. If you wait until that day, it's too late. The only thing that's going to benefit an individual on that day will be إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَى اللَّهِ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ Except for the one who comes to Allah with the pure heart. 
The one who comes to Allah with a pure heart, he will benefit. But where did he get that pure heart? Did he get the pure heart? Because after he was resurrected, after he was gathered and brought back to the place of judgment and assembly and the like, then his heart became pure after that time frame? No, his heart was pure before he was put inside the ground. His heart was pure before his soul left his body. His heart was pure when he was here in the dunya. That's how he prepared. He prepared for when he was here in the dunya. Whatever type of monies that we may have, yes, it can benefit us if we do what? Spend it here in the dunya, fi sabirillah. The children that we have, could they benefit us? Yes, as long as they're here in the dunya and they make dua, they make dua for the parent who has passed away and so on and so forth, then they can benefit us. But after this dunya is gone and everyone has left from this dunya, then there is nothing that's going to help you at that point. But whatever you have with you at that time is what you have with you at that time. So when an individual, he understands this reality and he looks and he contemplates deeply, then he realizes, so the believer has to reflect, he has to ponder and contemplate over his reality. Over the situation that he is in right here, right now. He has to look and see what is, what is he doing with his life? What is she doing with her life? They have to look and ponder and reflect over their life. So we respond and we say to you and we say to everyone and first and foremost we say to ourselves, man think about your life, reflect over your life, check yourself now while you're still alive. And a person will look at his actions to see what is his actions. Is his actions good or are the actions bad? Can he improve in his actions? Can he do something more better? Can he increase in his actions? Is he steadfast upon that which he's supposed to be steadfast upon? Is he coming up short? This is the time now to take stock. Right now when we still alive. This is the time to take stock before it's too late. Because of the Shaykh he mentions, he has to do this bubble before, before what? And you Before he is severed. Before there comes between him and it comes between him putting forth actions and preparing for that last day by death before death gets in the way of things. Because once death gets into the way of things, then it will cut you off. It will cut you off from any benefit that you can get for yourself. It will cut you off from increasing in righteous good deeds. It will cut you off. Because once death comes unto him, then you will not have the ability to change anything. You won't be able to change anything. He won't have the ability to change nothing. So you're going to reach Allah with whatever you got at that time, no matter who you may be. You will reach Allah with what you got. But if you truly want to benefit, then you have to gather the wealth up now. Meaning, gather the wealth up, meaning the righteous good deeds. This is what I mean by wealth. That righteous good deeds, you gather it up now. You excel in doing those things that will benefit you after you're dead in your grave. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he explains to us, في حديث رواه مسلم عن أبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه حيث قال إذا مات ابن آدم انقطع عمله إلا من ثلاث that when the son of Adam dies, his actions are cut off, they are severed, except for three. Istami'u. When a son of Adam, he dies, 
his actions, his deeds stop, except from three things. So if a person wants to gain benefit for himself after he has died, if he wants to continue to gain good deeds after he is dead, then he has to do something in the dunya so as to set up and facilitate that affair. So he has to take advantage now while he is alive. And the Prophet Sallallahu explained to us, what are these three things in which a person can still benefit from after he is dead? The Prophet Sallallahu said, Sadaqatin Jariyah From a sadaqah that is perpetual From a sadaqah A charity that is perpetual For example, like the building of the masajid Helping to build the masajid Helping to build schools That teach deen Helping in the establishment of schools and centers For the memorizing of the Quran Learning of the Arabic language Studying of the religion what will be this type of sadaqah, jariyah, that will remain after a person's death? Like building wells or digging wells so people can have access to fresh water, so on and so forth. This will be a sadaqah that it lasts after the person's death. As long as it is there and the people are benefiting from it, then they will benefit and they will get good deeds with Allah Ta'ala. But when one reflects, he realizes that takes some serious effort Why he's still alive right now. That he does these type of things that will outlive him. Bithnilahi ta'ala. Or the Prophet bihi, Or a knowledge that people benefit from. So those who have ilm, in particular what is meant here is ilm al-shari. In particular what is meant here is legislative knowledge. That if one has knowledge, and he benefits the people by way of his knowledge. Be that in books, be that in writings, be that in lecturing and so on and so forth. Be that in teaching people. Because not everything that is recorded is meant by that. But if you teach a person some beneficial knowledge. And that person conveys from you that knowledge. And they teach somebody else that knowledge. And then that person teach somebody else that knowledge. And then that person who was taught the knowledge that was taught the knowledge that you taught the person now teach someone else that knowledge, then it continues. A person will continuously benefit. So for example, if you teach a person how to read the Quran properly, if you teach an individual how to read the Quran properly, as long as they are reading the Quran based upon what you taught them, you benefit from that. Bismillah ta'ala. And if they teach someone, then you will benefit from the person that they taught and so on and so forth until, 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 until. So these are the type of things that will last after a person's death. And the Prophet he or from a righteous child that makes dua for the parents. A righteous child, be it a boy or be it a girl, be it a son or be it a daughter. They make dua for the parent after the parent has died. They make dua for the parent, benefit the parent. Those of us who have had parents who have passed away, those of you who have parents that have passed away, that are Muslim, then continue to benefit your mother, benefit your father by begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh Allah, forgive my mother. Oh Allah, forgive my father. Oh Allah, forgive their sins, enter them into the Jannah. Oh Allah, make their graves spacious. Oh Allah, protect them from the fire of hell. Oh Allah, save them from ever having to go to hell. Make dua for your parents. Make dua for your parents. Those of them who have passed away, make dua for your parents. Those of them who are still alive. Because this is from the finest of things that a child can do to be good to their parents. Make dua for your parents. But how much more so after they have died and they can't make any more voluntary prayers. They can't fast any more voluntary fasts. They can't do anything else because they're dead. Especially at this time. Make dua for your parents. 
that Allah Ta'ala forgives them, that Allah Ta'ala he raises their rank, that Allah Ta'ala puts them in Jannah to Firdaus, that Allah Ta'ala enters, enters them into Jannah without any hisab, without any adab, that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala saves them from the fire of hell, that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala makes them of those who go across this sirat, go across the bridge in the most fastest way that a person can go across the bridge, that they are those who are entered into the Jannah, that they are those who, when they meet their Lord, that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with them, make dua for your parents, make dua for your parents, make dua for your parents. هذا أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وبعد يا عباد الله Take advantage from right now. Take advantage from right now. Take advantage from right now. Because none of us knows what the future has in store for them. Allah Ta'ala, He says, وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ مَاذَا تَكْسِبُ غَدَى No soul knows what it's going to earn tomorrow. Nobody knows what it's going to earn tomorrow. وَمَا تَدْرِي نَفْسٌ بِأَيِّ أَرْضٍ تَمُوتٍ And no one knows which land they're going to die in. None of us know. Maybe we'll die here. Maybe we'll die in another land. Maybe we die all the way across the earth. None of us knows when death is going to come to us. None of us knows. So we have to take advantage of what we have now. We have to take advantage of the time that we have now. We have to take advantage and change what we can change while we still have the ability to change it because once death comes, that's it. From the biggest waves, of preparing for the akhirahs that we make tawbah into Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't put off tawbah. Don't wait. Don't procrastinate. But repent unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from right now. Repent unto Allah because we don't know what's going to happen to us tomorrow. And reflect that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, And let every soul look to what it has put forward for tomorrow. And Allah ta'ala, He called it tomorrow meaning the day of judgment. We call the day of judgment tomorrow because that's how fast it's going to come. It's going to come just as fast as tomorrow is going to come or even faster. That's how fast it's going to come. Let those who have reached some age, who have lived some years, look back to when you were a little child. Look back to your earliest memory. Reflect your earliest memory. Look back to that time. And now reflect on right now the present and then reflect on the time frames between the two. How fast did that take? How fast was that? But now how many years was that? You understand that life is going by fast. Days are going by fast. Weeks are going by fast. Months are going by fast. We live in a time where months seem like days. We live in a time when the days seem like it's a matter of hours. How many of us we have said, SubhanAllah, where's the time? I don't have enough time to do this. I don't have enough time to do that. There's not enough time in the day. How many times do you hear this expression? There's not enough time in the day because the day is moving fast. The day is moving fast. That means what our life is going by fast because we are nothing but a collection of days. That's it. Everyone has been given an allotment of days. This person will be on the earth for X amount of days. That person will be on the earth for X amount of days. Every time a day goes away, it gets subtracted from the total days that you're supposed to be on earth. When it's down to zero, that's it, you're dead, it's gone. No more, it's it, it's over. 
You don't get no more days, no do-over, no restart, no additional life. It's, it's done. Whatever you have did, you have did, and that's it. Whatever you prepared, you prepared, and that's it. You're only going to have what you have, and then that's it. So let us take advantage of this. Let us prepare. Let us make tawbah unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us prepare for that day. Because when it is over, it is over and there's no redo. So it is incumbent, it is a must that we do what we're supposed to be doing from right now today. We're not perfect. None of us are perfect. None of us here is without sin. We all have sin. We all make sin. The Prophet that all of the children of Adam, they make sins. And the best of those who make sins are those who repent. So it is incumbent, it is a must that we repent. So that we get rid of this sin. We get rid of this liability. We get rid of this thing that when we meet our Lord, we don't want to see it. We get rid of this thing that when we meet our Lord, we don't want to hear about it. We get rid of this thing that when we meet our Lord, we're going to be ashamed of it. We're going to feel, we're going to feel bad about it. We want to wish we had never done it. So let's get rid of it right now by sincerely repenting unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and let us get on our deen right now. Let us get on our deen right now. No matter what age you at, whatever age you at, get on your deen right now. Because it is not something that it is the rule that only old people die. Look at the cemeteries. How many babies are in the cemeteries dead? How many children in the cemeteries dead? How many youth and adolescents in the cemeteries dead? How many teenagers are in the cemetery dead? Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed you to reach the age that you have reached. But there are so many people didn't reach that age. So many people didn't reach that age. Some of us may be at an age right now that we are older than our parents have ever made it to be because they died before this age. Do you understand that? Allah ta'ala has blessed us to reach an age. So let us take advantage of our life and let us repent unto Allah. Let us be good Muslims. Let us be upon our religion. Let us do those things that we are supposed to be doing. Let us be of those who are benefit for mankind, who call mankind to what is good, prevent them from what is evil. Those who are an example to mankind of how you're supposed to live your life. Let us do that from right now and don't say I'll do it later because it may not be no later for you. Let us not say I'll do it when I grow up. You may not grow up. Let us not be of those who say, I do it once this and once that, because this and that may not happen for you. Let's do it from right now. Let's do it from right now, because we don't know when the death it comes to us. Every soul will taste death. So let us prepare now for then. Let us get on our religion now, because none of us knows what tomorrow has in store for us. None of us know if, he would, if we will even be here for tomorrow. None of us knows if there even is a tomorrow for us. We hear Yomu Juma'ah, but we don't know. For some of us, there's no Yomu Sept for you. Not for you. You'll be in the ground, Yomu Sept. Wallahu a'lam wa a'lam. So let us prepare from right now. Aqimu salah.